forthcoming imaginary dream boards paranormal remixes joe rogan racism spotify the hokey pokey chinese olympic nightmares multi-ethnicities pti get saucy super bowl predictions and fish b crosses the line again i mean what's really new with that tease fish b Bonjour, amigos. I'm only Bob Van Dyne. We will do our very best. Get to a very difficult fishbowl of questions in just a moment. But first, potentially the most obvious question, one we haven't answered in a while. What the fuck are Fish B and me even doing here? I'd ask that question if you didn't know us. These are dark times. So my first priority is to create a podcast that's equal parts fun, or maybe not equal parts, but definitely the consisting of the ingredients of uh, uh, fun. You know, it's opinionated, it's interesting, and it's weird. And then somehow, some way, find a way to get noticed in an ocean of podcasts that overfloweth with bullshit. Because uh, this is a show. This is a show with goals. This is a show with uh, with an imaginary dream board. Uh, goal one, uh, we want to create an economic environment for ourselves where we're self-sufficient, which would mean we get to see our kids more. That's really, really important. We'd also like to move into a place that's maybe a little nicer, maybe has a spare bedroom, and maybe a, a permanent room for our executive producer, Isaiah, whenever he wants it. Uh, I've mentioned before If I somehow get across the border again and get back to Rosarito, Mexico, that means something's gone wildly right. And so fingers crossed and Mantis has prayed for Rosarito, Mexico. And lastly, I want me and my old friend Timberlake. I want us to be able to go shopping together and I want us to be able to purchase two super fancy country western outfits. Like like top of the line, like boots and jeans and the belt and the buckle and the shirt and especially the hat especially the hat. Top of the line, country western outfits, because there's not very much country western between the two of us. And then Timberlake and I, we can go on some kind of country bar line dancing drunken adventure. Fun, right? And say what you will about like the boot scootin' boogie or my personal line dance, at least the name of it, the tush push. It does sound like a, like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm ready to break my lifelong Line dance monogamy with the hokey pokey. I'm ready. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to poke right through that, that imaginary wall on my imaginary vision board and get me and fucking Timberlake in some country western shit. And uh, doesn't that sound fun? And speaking of Timberlake, my recent uh, paranormal experience that was uh, described during uh, the what the fuck story has been transformed into something definitively magical and musical by the genius of El Producto Timberlake. The What the Fuck Story remix is dope as hell. So make sure you listen to it right after the podcast. Even if you listen to it right before the podcast, I've posted them at the same time, and I'm not sure uh, which one pops up first. Uh, That said, so if you listen to it already, uh, listen to it again. And if you haven't listened to it yet, Make sure you go right into it at uh, the end of this. Fair, fair, fantastic. Anything else for the good of the group, or can we proceed? Super duper. What's question one, Fishby? 
Are you pulling your podcast off Spotify to protest racist anti-vaxxer Joe fucking Rogan? In a word, uh, no, 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 I'm not pulling my podcast off Spotify. Are you crazy? I don't, I don't know Joe Rogan. I don't, never met him. I, I do not know Joe Rogan at all. I don't know anyone that even knows him, I think. But my impression is that calling him a racist or an anti-vaxxer are probably both poor descriptions of him or his show. The N-word montage is a real ugly look. It's real ugly. It's horrible. He said it himself. There's no real good way to, to frame it. But even if I was the head of Spotify, I wouldn't fire Joe Rogan. Liberty, my friends, cannot exist without free speech. So unless that speech incites literal harm or violence, you know, breaks the law. Not just the potential of violence, right? Like actually crosses the line to incite literal harm or violence. I want no part of, of the censorship club, the cancel club, the, the, the de-platform group, like Andor, the book removal, book burning club. I just want philosophically nothing to do with that. I will 99.99999% of the time be on the other side of, uh, of this argument. If you want to go ahead and cancel your Spotify subscription or whatever over it, that's fine. That's all you. No argument for me, but... That's where I stand. I What's the next vision, Even though Nancy Pelosi begs U.S. Olympians to speak no ill will of China and their human rights abuses while in country, what happens if one does and they get detained? What should the U.S. do then? Not sure if a U.S. athlete is going to do it. I'm not sure if any athlete is going to do it. And I'm not sure if it will matter to them, but that athlete, and likely their ancestors in perpetuity, will never, ever, ever make one single dollar or whatever, or yen in, uh, in China. But if that happens, or someone says something about the government and China wants to detain them and hold them back, there is only one solution. It involves some toughness, and it involves some solidarity, and it's no one leaves until we all leave. No one goes until we all go. It's very simple. That'd be a real pickle uh, for the nation of China, and I'm not sure if they like pickles. What's next, Fishby? Dear Uncle Bob, I was watching PTI on ESPN. Set against the backdrop of a high-profile class action lawsuit against the NFL for discrimination in the hiring of minority head coaches, the Miami Dolphins, who started the whole thing by firing Brian Flores, they hire San Francisco offensive coordinator, a guy named Mike McDaniel as head coach, and Michael Wilbon on PTI was excited to watch the nation squirm. Why? This gets real complex about a lot of racial stuff in America, and I think that's what uh, Michael Wilbon was looking forward to watching the nation squirm on. First off, this particular head coach, Mike McDaniel, of uh, formerly of San Francisco, now the, now the HC in Miami. 
if you were to put a gun to my head, um, he identifies as multiracial or biracial. I'm not sure. I think one of those, right? One of those. We'll get to that in a second. But if you put a gun to my head, and this is, I'm not good at guessing people's races, and I'm not good at guessing people's ages, and I'm the father of what used to be called uh, uh, mixed kids. I mean, gun to my head, I would guess he was a white dude. I would guess he's Caucasian, but in that guess, I would be incorrect. He identifies as multiracial or biracial. Yes, Gladys, hold on, hold on, hold on, sorry. We'll, we'll get to you in just a sec, Gladys. Um... Perhaps a bunch of rhetorical questions like, what determines race in 2022, or does anything have to? Is your race determined by your bloodline, like it used to be in the olden days? Or how you self-identify based on family history and cultural identity? Or is your race determined by how you're perceived, like you're some kind of walking racial Rorschach test? And who gets to decide? What are the shades, pun intended, of racism that exist within black, brown, and white communities? Conscious and unconscious attitudes and treatments of differently shaded human beings. If a human looks black, even though one parent is white, are they black? And what's the difference between biracial and multiracial? As previously stated, as a parent of what they used to call mixed kids, uh, multiracial became a much more common adjective rush, roughly a decade ago. But multiracial or biracial or black or other as an identity, I'm not sure. But uh, I agree with Wilbon. It should be fun watching the nation squirm on this one. What's next, Fishbeep? If you had to summarize your life in three words, what would those three words be? Wow. If I had to summarize my life in three words, what would those three words be? Let me pontificate on that further. Put it back in the fishbowl for tomorrow, and we will get to it. I'll think about it all night long. I'll think about nothing else than... Summarizing my life in three words. What's next? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Has your favorite candy bar always been dark chocolate dick with extra nut? Or is that something new? I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna justify that was the response. Oh and lucky me, lucky me. I don't have to. There's Isaiah's music letting us know that we've reached the final question of today's fishbowl, as always written by our 11-year-old, some kind of racial uh, executive producer. Uh, today Isaiah writes, What's your Super Bowl prediction? I'm rooting for Joe Burrow and the Bengals love the underdog. Everyone does. But over on the L.A. Rams, the best wide receiver in the game statistically this year is a dude named Cooper Cup who graduated college uh, right down the road from us uh, here at uh, Eastern Washington University 
or Ewu. That's where that's where he went to school. At school, I think they tore it up, but they used to have a red field, and it was not very, not very good looking. And, oh, my other, my, my boldest prediction about the Super Bowl, the halftime show, of course, the Dre, Snoop, Mary, M. Kendrick. Surprise cameo by Tupac. Heard it here first. Heard it, or, or did you? I'm not, because I feel like you heard it here first. I feel like if you feel it, you heard it second, you're imagining that, so. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Isaiah. Um, if you have a question for the show or want to, you know, yell at me about whatever, a lot of people do, that's fine. I have an email address. I've set it up for this very purpose. It's simply bob at bobsfishbowl.com. Yeah, pretty dumb, but true. Bob at bobsfishbowl.com. Or you can try to fuck with me on social media, but we don't care about social media. So we may not see it. Uh, but you can find us at bobsfishbowl or at bobvantine. Okay? Time now! Before we go, we didn't think you'd, we'd leave you like that. A little something called the Paddle Ball of Fire and or the finale. Kick it, Fishy Beat! In aviation biz news, Frontier Air and Spirit have merged for $6.6 billion, and I would have believed $6.6 million or even $6.60, because how much can two discount airlines who's, who offer those discounts in exchange for 31-hour travel times with five layovers really be worth certainly not $6.6 billion unless they have $6.6 billion in fucking secret jet fuel? The HBO Euphoria cock count holds steady at 74, according to someone on the internet who's allegedly been counting. And as always, if it's on the internet, take it to the bank. Good as gold info. Anyway, still only 74, after a cockless episode far darker than any previous Euphoria. And speaking of Euphoria and the internet, Alexa Demi, the actress behind spicy high schooler Maddie, was 25 on the internet for a while, and now she's 31, or whatever, and Fishby doesn't give a fuck. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, she made the show before, even though she bought a retirement castle in the high society of Naples, Florida, where I've lived, I can assure you it's weird, is running for a 19th congressional term, and I have mixed emotions. And if the Chinese actualization of the 1984 surveillance state wasn't creepy enough as is, a little birdie named Rumor, who's in cahoots with the internet, told me that China is using the COVID test to collect the DNA of every Olympian for military study and research. Fun. And lastly, I gave my personal assistant a simple grocery list, and she went to three grocery stores to try to find me frozen French toast, and the best she could do was waffles or French toast sticks. Everyone was out, and that's fucking bullshit. And should I be more upset with Mayor Pete's supply chain, or that very needy Chaston and or those twins, or my lazy 71-year-old personal assistant who skipped going to like at least 50 other grocery stores? You don't go 0 for 3 and quit. My shopping list is very important. It's not a softball at bat. Unbelievable. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's chapter 523. Uh, make sure you check out the remix to, uh, to the What the Fuck story. Timberlake, he, uh, he, I don't know if he chopped and screwed it, but he fucking killed it. He fucking killed it, and he did it again. Uh, we'll do our best uh, to be back tomorrow. Love you a long time. Till next time. See you. Adios, Fishbee. <laughs>